Hello and welcome to the Teen Christian View podcast. I'm your host, Noah Nichols, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Kessler Berlingame. How are you doing today, Kessler? Good, Noah. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. We are happy to be back for um, our second consecutive episode for the first time in, I don't know, six, seven months. Oh, Lord knows how long. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it feels good to be back and be, and be consistent. Um, as a quick side note, Kessler basically had to drag him out of his sleep. So if Kessler sounds a little bit like he wants to, um, I don't know, uh, die, it's just because he's very tired. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kessler's asleep deprived. It's so, okay, though. I got it. I got it. I'm dialed in. I got this. He, yeah, he's he's dialed in. Oh, um, dialed in. <laughs> so what we're going to do for this episode, I mean, you guys have uh, probably got a hint of it by seeing the the title of the episode, but what we're going to do is we're basically just going to run down some questions that we've received over the, uh, well, I guess technically over the years, um, but through Instagram, Apple podcast, uh, via email, things like that. We're just going to answer some of them. We've individually answered all of them for the most part, uh, as much as we could. Um, but I thought it'd be a good idea to make it a, an episode and, um, talk about them where we can give a more lengthy answer um so that's that's all we're going to talk about it's kind of kind of light for this episode but i do want to let you guys know that we are seeing your questions that we are going to answer them and um, encourage you guys to reach out to us even more in the future and perhaps your question will make it on an episode in the future so uh kessler i do want to let's start with you you have um at least three questions right now you can just pick one and um go with it um, which one do I want to do first? I'm going to do karma first because this is like my shortest answer one. Um, but this is a question we got. We said, should Christians believe in karma? And uh, for those of you that don't know, aka me, well, everyone I always hears like, oh, karma's going to get you, stuff like that. So karma is basically the belief that like everything you do will have an uh, equal reaction. Like if you do something good, something good's going to happen to you. Do something bad, something bad's going to happen to you um as christians we should not believe in karma because this our our stuff we do here on earth, uh, earth like just doing good deeds and stuff is not going to get us into heaven so people um so people that believe in karma may think oh if i do a lot of good stuff i'll get into heaven but that's not how it works it's um our faith in god that gets us into heaven um second corinthians 5 9 says uh so we make it our goal to please him whether we're at home in the body or away from it um that's a verse i thought could kind of go with this we it should always be our goal to please god not anyone else so like by please so in a lot of cases pleasing god um us doing that that's good for us and god but it may make other people mad like there's people that are mad that we do this podcast because we're Christians, but it's pleasing God. We're not trying to please other people. Mm-hmm. But that's basically what I have to say on that. Uh, we should not believe in karma as Christians. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, one, that's one that's asked a lot, I feel like. And uh, I remember, I don't know, I don't know if you remember this, but I think Quinn, our youth leader, he, I think we did a lesson on this a few years ago. I, we, we, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think it is asked a lot and it's kind of, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think the reason it is asked so much is because we kind of like, well, God should reward us when we do good things, right? Or God does reward us when we do good things. 
and God mm -hmm. punishes people who do bad things. Um, and then so we get an idea of karma from that, um, yeah. which is incorrect because karma, which is, I, th it's, I think it's Hindu in its uh, origin. It's, um, yeah, it's either Hindi or Buddhist. I'm, I, I'm not entirely sure. I'm pretty sure it's Hindu. Um, but basically, they believe that, or that the belief comes from that there is no God and the universe basically just um, is ruled by karma. So if you do something good, you'll get good. If you do something bad, you'll, you'll receive bad. And that's not how God operates. Um, you can look at the book of Job, for example. Job was a righteous man and he suffered greatly. He eventually did receive uh, great things. But just because you are a good, a good person, and even, I mean, the Bible tells us that we're all not good people, um, but even just because you're a Christian, you're not going to get, good things aren't just going to happen to you um, because you do good things. Um, it's a, I wouldn't you say it's kind of like a, it's a nice idea to think about, and it's a feel good kind of thing, but it's, if you think about it, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it, it can be a field bin, but in the end, that's not really how it's going to end up working out, you know? Yeah, there's there's not really a way for, um, I, I don't know, for example, if you just look around the world around you, there are a lot of good things that happen to bad people, and there are a lot of bad things that happen to good people. Now, that's the question, why do, why do bad things happen to good people? That's a question for a separate episode, um, but if karma was true then that would not happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a great analysis. And um, I'm going to pull up a question real quick. And somebody asked, it's really more of a uh, review on our Apple podcast and um, or what, what you could find on Apple podcasts is just in the reviews. Somebody said that, um, that they're really struggling with motivation and basically that they're addicted to a, um, a video game um, and they're struggling with finding the mo motivation to get out, get out of that. And I have, I can personally relate to that because sorry, I, I want to hear if you have anything to add in, in a second when I'm done, yeah. but um, I have a pretty addictive personality and it's easy for me to fall into going back to something over and over and over again. For example, when I, um, I work at Chick-fil-A. I get one of two meals nine times out of 10 every week, every month for past year. That's just how I am. And I'm satisfied with what I eat. I'll change it up a little bit here and there, maybe get a different dipping sauce or I'll throw pepper jack cheese on my sandwich. But for the most part, I don't really try new things. I haven't tried like half our menu and that's just the way I am. Um, so I understand that. The way to get out of that, and when you're lacking that motivation, you're like, I don't, I'm just not motivated to, um, for example, I'm not motivated to go to the gym, and I'm addicted to staying at home playing video games and just eating a bunch of junk food, and I know it's unhealthy, and blah, 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 blah. The way to get outside of that is to have a third party keep you accountable. And so what I'm saying is if you're struggling, struggling with motivation um, and with addiction, I think accountability is the best remedy for that. What would you, would you agree with that Kessler? I would say so uh, for the most part, because something I've wanted to do for a long time is start eating better and going to the gym. And I finally started doing that this last week. And that mainly because 
um, Noah when we were talking about last time I was over at your house and then I have friends down here. I was talking to them about it. I was like, okay, well, let's go to the gym. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm finally going to do it. And for like the last, I, what did I say, four out of five days before we started mm-hmm. recording? Yeah. I've actually been going to the gym. And it's, you just got to find something that gives you drive, something that, and someone to hold you accountable. And sometimes it's hard to do. It took me a while. Yeah. Because I haven't, I haven't worked out consistently since football season ended. And that was like mm, mid November. So for the last, what, four, I guess, four months now, I've just been sitting at home playing video games or working or at school, mm-hmm. not doing anything productive. Not that school's not productive, but it's my senior year, so not really. <laughs> um, but <laughs> there's so much better things I can be doing with my time than sitting at home and playing video games. And I've, and I've finally started doing something with that extra time and going to the gym and also starting to eat better, too. That's yeah. another thing. It's kind of funny. We were talking about it off air. Kester and I both started working out on the same time without saying anything to each other. And yeah, just... we didn't we didn't even realize it. <laughs> yeah. No, no one knew because I was posting stuff on my Snapchat story, but I had no idea you were working out because we were talking about it, but I didn't know you actually started going. Yeah. And I I, I think it's a great example. Working out, I think, is a really good example because it's hard to oh, find yeah. that motivation to get up and because you're putting yourself through pain hard to find that motivation to get yourself up and i couldn't feel my thighs for three days i could but i'm so happy i did it i could barely pick up a five pound backpack um because my arms were just <laughs> destroyed dude and i <laughs> that's just how it is that's what you're doing when you go to the gym so it doesn't always feel great um and that's why while motivation is important you need to have somebody to keep you accountable um yeah and they can I think a good example of this is like Kessler's has, has he's, he's uh, Kessler, as you said, you were going to the gym with some friends. That's a great, that's a great accountability partner. And the uh, question that was asked, if you're struggling with playing too many video games, I'd go to your parents and be like, Hey, I, I really don't want to be playing video games as much as I am. Can you guys uh, keep me accountable? Can you, I don't know, set a, a limit on my console, on my phone, um, you know, you have the passwords, I can't get past them. And then, you know, you come up with something, but you have to have somebody that can help keep you accountable. I think praying definitely is, uh, especially when it's more um, spiritual and character matters. And it's less like, well, I, I want to change my cereal diet or what I eat in in the morning. Um, It's more materialistic. But if you're trying to change some of those things, I think praying is definitely, definitely a good thing. But accountability is, is really big, because it's hard to be disciplined um, if you don't have somebody there who is, you know, keeping you accountable uh, to be disciplined. Yeah. And um, you don't even have to like go to your parents if you don't want to. You can also like um, talk to your friend because most people absolutely. Play, play games with, I mean, at least for me, are people that I know in real life. And you can be and like, it doesn't always have to be y'all hanging out over a video game. Go hang out in real life. Find something. Mm-hmm. else that's not sitting behind a tv screen or a monitor or something like that it yeah. the outside world exists guys it's crazy it's pretty <laughs> cool there's like trees and grass and stuff okay <laughs> and some people i play video games against i don't think i've seen grass in like five years it's not but it's outside you can touch it it's kind of cool check <laughs> it out sometime yeah there's even things like that you can do outside there's like activities yeah. and stuff like that. it's there's really like cool football you can throw you can throw this brown oval shape thing 
and you throw it and catch yeah. it. Except I don't catch it because I suck. But <laughs> you, <laughs> you get the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's important to have accountability partner, and that's Absolutely. that's the best solution I would. That's I would, that's the biggest thing I think. Yeah. That's that's the most important thing you can do for that. And I want to make a point here as well. Because the question that person gave their age, and I'm not going to share that over the podcast. Um, but at the same time, it's not necessarily a bad thing when you're young, like we are as a teenager, you have less responsibilities. It's okay to enjoy life a little bit. I'm going to play video games from nine until 11 o'clock at night, or I'm going to watch a movie and then I'm going to go watch another episode of my favorite anime show or whatever. Because you're young and you know, you can kind of get away with it. You have less responsibilities. It's okay to I mean, that's relax what I did before I got a job. Before yeah. I got a job, I mean, that's like the only thing I had to do was just come home and chill and relax, play video games. Yeah, I definitely... Um, I'm not saying to... that's an excuse. There's also things you can do outside, but it's yeah. not too terrible to just do that. That's a lot of free time. Yeah, I think it's important to make sure that's not the only thing you're doing. If that's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all Definitely you're doing, the then, then you need to find something else to do. Because yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't wake up, go to school, then come home and be like, okay, all right, I get home from school at three o'clock. I'm gonna play until eleven and then go to bed. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Make time uh, for other things. Awesome. I think that was a great point, Kessler. And um, if you want to bring up your your next question, I think we can move on from that one. Okay. Um, which one do I want to do first? I'll do this one. Okay. Uh, what do you do if you feel like God wants you to share the gospel with your friends online, but your parents don't want you or don't know you have social media? And if they did, they would not let you on it. Uh, and it would stop you from sharing the gospel, but you don't want to lie to your parents. Um, so what I would say to this person is, which I get a lot of parents don't want you to have social media and it's a totally fair thing because there's a lot of bad on social media, but you can also use it for a lot of good. So what I would do in this situation um, is if, you, if you're if you in this a similar situation to this, um, or if you're the person that submitted this question, um, try talking to your parents um, and uh, explain to them why you wanna have social media and see if you could work out a compromise. But if, um, but if they say no, you gotta respect their, respect what they want you to do. Because we don't want to go behind our parents' backs. Mm -hmm. We're we're called to respect our father and our mother. So you don't want to go behind their back and keep doing it. But I would definitely um, try and talk to them about it. Because if you you show them why uh, you want to do it and um, um, show them that, like, you have a good reason for having social media, maybe they'll change their mind. But that's the best advice I have for that, really. Yeah, I agree with that. And there's... um... First, that came to mind to me. Okay, I don't know the exact verse, but it's, it's Ephesians six. I think it's Ephesians six one. Children obey your parents, um, in the Lord because this is uh, because this is right. Or I'm forgetting entirely, but it, it's basically uh, children obey your parents in the Lord. Um, this is the first. Children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Yeah, I mean it's pretty plain and simple. Your mm-hmm. parents don't want you to have social media. Do what Kessler said. Be like, hey, look, I really, really want to respect your decision to uh to prevent me from having social media i don't want to be uh, rebellious but i'm also trying to say, share the gospel with some of my friends um is there any way that we could have a compromise and you talk it out with your parents that's the best thing to do if they tell you to know you got to respect that and at the same time 
if you're able to talk to your friends in person, then it's not a big deal if you don't have social media to share the gospel with them. Like it's, it's not um, imperative that you have social media. And honestly, it's probably for the most part, a pretty, pretty good thing that you don't have it. Yeah. Pretty good thing that you don't have it. Social media. I mean, I mean, there, there's good to it. Like I get, we, I mean, Noah, we have social media for our podcast. We have, Mm -hmm. we have discord, we have, instagram do we have twitter facebook I don't we know. have twitter and tiktok and we haven't used tiktok, oh, we do like have TikTok. forever <laughs> i totally forgot we had a tiktok oh my gosh but yeah but our stuff is an example of using it for good now there is a lot of bad like if you go on the instagram explore page you can see a lot of bad but there's also a lot of like cool like um there's a lot of cool things on there yeah um You'll find quotes always have to be terrible. Yeah. Yes. Quotes, Bible verses. You can always find that stuff on there. Yeah. It's, it's an open playground and there's, you can find good. You can find, you can find bad, just like you said. But um, I think there's a tendency to get sucked in, which is the problem. Not necessarily what you find on there, though that can be a problem. It's more how much time you're spending on social media. That can be a really big problem. All right. I have a question um, that was, or is really left as a review on Apple podcasts. You guys are welcome to go and leave your rating and any questions or comments or just a five-star and say, I love this podcast. Everybody should listen to it. You know, something like that. Um, That's great. We like that and do that one. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, But somebody asked and they said, they were talking about our evolution episode and they said, I don't understand why God could not have used the big bang I think that humans don't necessarily understand the Big Bang. I don't necessarily think that it was 5 billion years. Um, We said, and God said that let there be light, and there was light. The Big Bang was an explosion, right? So there had to have been light. I believe that the Big Bang was the scientific explanation of creation without God. Um, I think that the Big Bang was the only way humans could understand creation without God in their lives. Um, I understand where they're coming from. It's not a stupid question. Um, No question is stupid. Okay, that's, that's a saying, lie. Yeah, that's that, that's a lie. A lie. <laughs> um, but this is this isn't a stupid question. I've actually heard this, and I've actually asked this question before. Yeah, and I've I've even thought about it myself. But yeah. So there, there's kind of I don't want to. It's kind of a two answer thing. So first, with the Big Bang, the theory in of itself presupposes that there is no God and that all the matter of the universe was at one time compressed into what's called a singularity. It was just an extremely small compression of everything that makes up the universe now. And then at a random point in time, it just expanded. It did not actually explode. It just expanded. And then after billions of years, it led to where we are now. And that's what a lot of scientists believe. Um, There are two problems with that. First, the Big Bang ended up itself cannot happen because you cannot have something that exists without a cause the big bang exists without a cause there's no creator it just suddenly everything there was somehow everything was always there that that is impossible there has to be a cause for that um i don't want to go too down too deep of a rabbit hole but people like well what you could say the same thing about god god is outside of what we would call space time which is where and space time and matter which is where that would be the big bang would be in. So God does not, um, 
you can't really say, well, who existed before God, who created God, because that subject subjugates God inside of time. God created time. He's outside of time. He has always been, um, which is he like, um, I don't know. I'm losing my train of thought. Basically he has always been, there was no, there's no You're beginning on the rabbit hole. Yeah. There's no beginning or end to God, but essentially um, that's the first answer. The second answer is, or to the latter part of the question, why couldn't have God use the big bang to create everything? Um, and sure he could have, but if you read through Genesis, the way that God or the way that it, um, yeah, the way that God creates everything and the order that we see that God creates everything is clearly not through a big bang because God goes through several steps where he hovers over the face of the deep. He forms earth. He forms dry land. Then he creates fish in the sea. Then he creates birds and animals. Then he creates Adam and Eve. And, um, there's no mention of like an explosion of light or anything like that. God said, let there be light. Sure. But he didn't say, also say, let there be dry land, let there be earth, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't really make sense for God to create a big bang. I want your opinion on this, Kester, because I've been talking for a long time. Um, but it doesn't really make sense, in my opinion, uh, and I think in a lot of respected, way more smarter than me people's opinions, to um, for God to have created the universe out of a big bang when he can just create it instantaneously. Okay, Mr. Smart Man, I'm going to dumb this down a little bit because I need to dumb it down for my tiny little pea brain over here. Um, so the way I look at it is, so with the Big Bang Theory, um, like you said earlier, it suggests that our Earth is millions of years old, that it was all compressed down, exploded, yada, 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 and over time it turned into what we are now. Um, but that just doesn't align with the Bible because with the way God made earth, the big bang just doesn't make sense because mm -hmm. it took way too long with the big bang for everything to happen here. If, if you get what I'm saying, cause you know, God, like you said, God created light, God, God created dry land, ocean, fish, yeah. animals, birds, all yada, yada, Adam, Eve, all that. Um, and he did that in six days, not. 60 billion billion years okay yeah so it just makes no sense um it to align line with big bang theory because that suggests the earth is 60 million years old when in reality it's about um six or seven thousand six, six or seven thousand yeah that's what i was gonna say i wasn't entirely sure um because you can go down a whole different rabbit hole with that like yeah, people say like the dinosaurs and stuff, but we were existed at the same time as dinosaurs. You can see that. Um, but anyways, um, Big Bang just doesn't make sense because it suggests the Earth took a very long time to develop. But it, um, yeah, sure, God could have used a Big Bang, but why would he? Yeah, and God but doesn't. God, you never see another example of God doing something similar to a Big Bang, like just putting something in motion and waiting an extremely long amount of time. Yeah. Um, like putting himself in, inside of time and just waiting and waiting, wait, like what, why would God wait or make creation wait 5 billion years for mm -hmm. something to be created? And here's something, Kessler, you may have heard this before, but it's surprisingly brought up very few times. We know Adam and Eve weren't created as babies and then they grew up to be adults. They're created as adults. 
why couldn't have God created an aged universe just as he created aged humans? Because that's, in my I've opinion. I've heard that before. I that's, didn't know that you said that. That's what he did. And maybe the earth is actually looks like it's, I don't know, 40 billion years old or whatever, or 5 billion years old, even though it doesn't. Um, but you could argue that it, it could look that way. That doesn't mean that it has been in existence for 4 billion years. Um, yeah. But there's, and there's a lot more scientific stuff we could go into. I would really suggest checking out um, Ken Ham. He has a lot of great stuff on, on that. And he explained it way better than we can. Um, but that, that would be my, our answer to that. Um, without spending too much more time on that one, because I went on a whole diatribe there, Kessler, you have, I think, one final question, something yeah, like I that. Do. Holy crap, that was a lot of science my brain was not ready for. Dude. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. We talked about this, Noah. I'm not ready for big stuff. All right, listen. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right, here's a here's another one. I won't uh, mention the person's name because I don't know if they want us to say it or not. But uh, they said, recently, my mom tried to meet, get me into Christian podcasts. I didn't like any until they found us. Uh, first, I want to thank you for making these episodes. They helped me out a lot. I just have a question. I'm going into high school and I have absolutely no one. I'm generally terrified for my social life or of my social life. Um, it's incredibly hard for me to make friends because my parents don't let me get any form of social media. And I'm not able to contact many people, which is virtually impossible to make me for me to make close friends. I'm not really sure what I should do. So how, do you have any suggestions on how I'm supposed to make friends? So high school sucks. Um, that's just a fact of the matter uh, for any of you that aren't there yet brace for impact no I'm kidding it's not a, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not all terrible but there's hope okay so it I know it's hard to make friends um, but we don't need to rely heavily on social media um, that's something a lot our generation struggles with is trying to make friends through social media I've never really done that I think it's kind of stupid to make friends through a screen which I have, I've made friends playing con and stuff, but I, most of my friends are people I've met in real life. And I would say the best thing to do is find a group at school. Uh, what I mean by that is like um, finding a club or something. So for me, I switched schools this year for my senior year, which sucks because um, I didn't know anyone. So first thing I did, I was like, well, what's the best way to make friends? Go find a club. So I went and joined football. Not only because I love football, but because I wanted to make some new friends um, in a totally new environment for me. So what I would say is find a new group at school. One I would recommend would be FCA, which is Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, Despite the name, you don't have to be an athlete to be in it. A lot of people aren't, but it's a great group. My school has a great FCA. FCA. I've been to a couple of meetings over there, Um, but most schools do have them and they're I mean, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty awesome. Most will meet on like Friday mornings before school or just someday during the week before school, have breakfast, have a little Bible study, stuff like that. And it's a way you can find a whole um, like-minded people, a lot of Christians. Mm-hmm. And if your school doesn't have an FCA to just uh, find an interest. The, the great thing about high school is it has a way bigger variety. I think of clubs and sports than middle schools do. So there, there's something for everybody, I think, in my opinion. And I think that's a really good way to start making friends when you get to high school. Yeah. And I want to add here, 
Um, but I think those are all great points. And I think um, I don't have a whole lot more to add from that, especially because I didn't really, I went to high school, but not, boy. not the, yeah, I was, I was homeschooled and I did go to a tutorial, but it was once a week. I had a set class. Um, it was just one class. You were forced to be good with those people. Exactly. Um, and they were all good classmates and I, I liked them and I still hang out with a couple. Oh of yeah. Them. They're cool. When I came up for your graduation, they seemed pretty lit. <laughs> um, they did, dude. Yeah, no, Sorry, I, I, they, they, they are, they were pretty cool and they are pretty cool. Um, still hang out. I'm good buds with, with one of them. Um, or, or we hanging out, we hang out a lot. Um, but what I was, what I was heck, shout out. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyways, I don't even know where I was going to go. Okay, that's what it was. Um, I was going to say, we don't want to have uh, social media. And really, I would think Snapchat and Instagram be our opt out to getting friends. Like, oh, I need Snapchat, I need Instagram. I mean, unless you're not allowed to have a phone and can't even text these people, then okay, that may be a little bit of a problem, but you can still talk to them when you're in school and you don't, you don't really need to have Snapchat and Instagram to make friends because if somebody you want to be friends with basically requires you to have Snapchat or Instagram to be your friend, that's not somebody no. you want to be friends with. Um, and I'm just going to use an example. Like if I don't know my something happened and I just lost my phone and I couldn't get one back and Kesto and I were trying to hang out. Um, let's assume we, we would see each other at, at youth group. I would just approach him one-on-one. -on -one. I'd be like, Hey man, I don't, I don't have my phone. Um, but you want to hang out next, uh, Sunday at, I don't know, two o'clock. And if it doesn't work out, I'll have my mom call your mom, et cetera, et cetera. But like, okay. Yeah, I bet. Sure. Um, I'd that's call all you loser and tell you to go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you would, um, you'd make fun of me. No, yeah, so yeah, I probably would. I'd be like, what happened to your thousand dollar phone? Did you <laughs> shut up? No, <laughs> um, you're just jealous because you can't afford one. Um, okay wow all right cool. um sorry, sorry guys. my subway job can't compete with chick-fil-a which it can't but whatever Anyways, <laughs> um but that's that's all i was gonna say is it just if somebody requires you to have social media to be to be your friend you shouldn't want to be friends with them yeah you shouldn't want to be their friend that's stupid yeah um genuine friends face-to-face -face interaction exactly he exactly and it's, it's hard to get over that. I totally understand social anxiety. Um, I suffered from that for a while till working at Chick-fil-A basically made me uh, get over that. Um, but I, I understand it. It's hard to go up to new people and try and be their friends, but you have to put yourself in situations where you can meet and you just got to force yourself to talk to people. The more you do it, the more comfortable you, you will be and the more friends you'll make. In most, um, in most uh, groups, like, especially, like, um, especially, like, sports and stuff, well, mm -hmm. well, depending on the school, Ravenwood sucked about this, but my school now, like, I joined the football team and instantly was, like, this is such and such, such and such, such and such, and we, like, became friends instantly, and I hang mm -hmm. out with them outside of school. Now I went and hung out with some of my football friends last night. It, it yeah. It's just a matter of getting yourself in the right place. And I would really say, once again, FCA, Fellowship Christian Athletes, go to that and you'll you'll meet somebody. Yeah, I, I really like that. I, it's not really even, it's not about social media. It's not necessarily even a whole lot about um, 
like uh, your your outgoingness. It's yeah. just putting yourself in the situation to meet new people. And for an example, I'll use is um, as a college student, I'm trying to find a group of fellow college students, um, you know, age 18 to 23, 24, whatever that I can go to with as a, as a youth group, because there's not one at my church. And I want to have that ability to hang out with a group of people who are around my age. Um, yeah. And it's a, uh, it's something that I, that I want to do. And it's hard, especially for college aged kids. Uh, I'm calling them kids, but I'm 19, whatever um, for college yeah, age people to, uh, to find those groups. But I, I did find one. And at first, like, I don't know any, I knew two people there cause I go to the same class with them. Um, but I basically just went and sat down when we were having lunch and I was sitting next to a couple of people. We started introducing ourselves. You got to talking and started making friends. You just gotta. And the way I found out about that is through conversation with my classmates. They didn't, um, it's kind of like seeing a flyer for FCA, like Kessler example, like, you know what, I'm going to go or whatever you'll be next to people. They're going to start talking to you. Next thing you know, you're good friends with one of them. One of you, you hit off with um, somebody else. And the next thing you know, you're great buds. That happened. I think that happened with you and me, Kessler. When when I first Basically. visited <laughs> youth group, I think, I don't know if we sat next to each other, but. I don't remember what happened. I think. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. I, but, I, I think we just started <laughs> talking about something yeah. or whatever. But And we, yeah, and we hit it off. Oh, yeah. Instantly. 100%. And that, also, wouldn't, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Um, but that's all. That's all it takes. So put yourself in situations where you can meet new people and make friends. Um, I think is the first step, the best step that you can take. Um, you want to do one more question, Kessler, or do you want to call um, it a wrap? I don't have any more. But if you have one more, you want to read off of wherever. I'm totally down. Okay. So this one is a. Uh, tad bit more serious and it's somebody okay. kind of criticizing us but that's okay we're willing to take criticism and um do i need to know. find somebody pull up the o block i'll meet you there okay, <laughs> okay. no <laughs> it's not what we do on the podcast but um you're right outside the podcast no nope, <laughs> oh my no I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding okay continue <laughs> Um, if any of you guys need a hitman, Kessler is your guy. His phone number is six one five. No, I'm kidding. Um, relax. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, somebody commented and said uh they follow our podcast after blah 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 blah. Um, but unfortunately, they disagree with they said two teenage boys aren't the right people to say that abortion will always be a sin. You have to understand there's a wide spectrum of circumstances which can't be judged. I'm a Christian, of course, wish to preserve life as much as possible, but I don't agree with the way that they go about conveying this idea, talking about us. It's not your right to decide what an individual woman is entitled to decide for herself, especially as men. Hopefully you can grow as people with awareness to accept that there's no black and white answer when it comes to abortion. So my first thought on this is I understand the idea of like two teenage boys they have never been or they'll never be in the situation that a a girl or a woman would be in where they have to make this decision about abortion. Sure, I understand that. Um, that's There's nothing wrong with that statement. But what you're ignoring is, and you have acknowledged that you're a Christian, if you're a Christian, you subscribe to God's authority and you subscribe, subscribe to the authority of the Bible, 
and in the bible subscribe i don't like that that's okay thank you um you place yourself under the authority of the bible and in the bible it calls murder a sin and abortion is murder and i understand um there may be some very uh, specific exceptions where if the baby were to stay alive, the mother would die. You got to choose one. I understand that. I'm not talking about that. Um, that is that is that little thin gray line. I'm talking about a, abortion where a girl gets pregnant um, and she decides, you know what? I don't want this baby anymore um, for whatever reason. There are a lot of women who I don't understand how they've said this, but they basically said it's inconvenient to me to have a child. I'm going to kill it. That is murder. That is incorrect. And if you are a Christian, you're basically living a double standard when you say um, there is no black and white to when it comes to abortion. And because you're a man, you can't tell me that uh, you can't tell women what to, what to believe, what to do, whatever, that her decision is wrong. Um, I can tell you that actually, you don't have to accept it. About it, sorry. Um, yeah, exactly. You don't have to accept it, and just because I'm a man doesn't mean that my word, which is not even mine, I'm just conveying to you what the scripture carries. I'm just conveying to you God's word. So it's not even my messenger. Exactly, it's not even my word. I'm just carrying to you the authority of God's word, and if you don't like it, you know that's that's a big problem that you have to come to terms with but i'm i'm not it's not a uh gender i don't know thing that i'm projecting on you i don't i because i'm a male i i just can never understand and it's always it's just a women thing and she you know she she knows what's best in this situation um i want to hear what you have to say kessler but this sentence really sticks out to me um an individual woman is entitled to decide for herself that's following the theory of her body, her choice. The baby growing inside of her is not her body. That is a sec- second body. It is a separate body. It is not her decision to, it is not rightfully her decision to terminate that life because she doesn't want it. Um, again, we're not talking about the gray lines here. And I'm about to plug an episode we did with an abortion with or a, a pro-life activist. That's a great. It's a female who is a female. (laughs) That's a great episode to go listen to. Um, There's a lot more wisdom than I'm going to give in this short amount of time in that episode. I I suggest you guys go listen to that. But uh, Kessler, I want to hear your episode. Do this in a minute. Um, Your your thoughts. But the uh, the part that stuck out with me is two teenage guys can't decide. Um, Well, one, it doesn't matter our age. Timothy Timothy four twelve. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for believers in speech and conduct and love and faith and impurity. Um, It is our job, regardless of our age, to to set an example for believers in speech, conduct, love, and in faith. And that is straight from the Bible, my friend. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, we're, I mean, we're just spreading the word of God, dude. And, (laughs) and (laughs) I don't know. But I mean, I, I agree. I mean, sure, sure. I mean, sure. We're young. Sure. We're guys. But we we have I mean, we study. I remember we when we did that, we looked, we we prepared for that episode. Yeah, because we we knew making that episode, we were going to get a lot of flack for that one. Exactly. 
and, and it's I'm, um and i'm still glad we did it and it was honestly one of my favorite episodes that we recorded yeah um especially the one we did where we interviewed oh i can't remember her name hold on uno momento por favor i'm gonna find it now it's episode 47 the big myth of abortion there um, we go what was the one where we interviewed somebody that was that one. Oh, that was that one yeah I, or wait no it wasn't that was it uh i thought it was give me a second maybe it wasn't actually um uh no it was episode wait what episode did you say it's episode 48 48 is the one where we interviewed so oh yeah we did, we, we're diving deep deeper yeah where we exactly. talked with uh karina mm-hmm it was was literally an, uh like that was her that's her whole thing she's an expert yeah. on it that was a great episode i loved interviewing her and she had a lot to point out yeah um but she agreed with everything she said and hey if you don't like what we have to say she's a woman so there you go yeah and i want to make a quick point here being a man or being a woman doesn't remove the validity of a statement and that's kind of the argument that the person was bringing up is well basically you're a teenage you're two teenage guys so therefore you don't have the authority what you're you're saying does not um hold water or doesn't hold as much value that's ignoring our statement and that's basically that's like me telling a woman well you're a girl um so your statement means less Um, don't say that you're sexist exactly see the double-sided view what is it um double standard double standard that's what i meant yeah yeah and i understand like you don't have the experience there but i don't need to have an experience of not killing somebody or killing somebody to tell somebody it's wrong to murder or telling somebody it's wrong to steal or lie or a woman aborting a baby would be with like literally like coming from the bible would be the equivalent of me walking outside my door right now and just killing the first person i see yeah it's just the go same killing your difference. younger sibling yeah. yeah it's the same thing it's the same thing it's where regardless the baby if you want to believe that or not yeah it's where the person is at it's inside of another person or it's outside of another person it's like my dad has used this before um if somebody's inside of a school bus or outside of a school bus does their value change because that's the argument that abortionist use well they're inside of a of a woman so therefore it's not a lie but as soon as it's outside of it it holds value and it is a human so if i step inside of a car or inside of a building do i like by that same argument you could say well you lose value as soon as you step inside that school bus and you're no longer um worth a human you're no longer a human but you step out uh you're you're human now and it'd be wrong for me to kill you it's it's a dumb argument um i understand the the reasoning behind it um but it doesn't it doesn't hold water so anything else you'd like to add kessler before we wrap this up it's been a lot longer than i thought this episode was going to be thought it was yeah, gonna be that's shorter. not a bad thing it's not a bad thing noah i know it's not okay. no it's not um no i'm good i think i got it all right i got, I got what i gotta say all right guys we appreciate you reaching out to us we appreciate you guys uh reviewing on uh, spotify apple Podcasts, etc really appreciate it. it does help our podcast out a lot you guys are welcome to anytime reach out to the tcv podcast dms and ask us a question yeah. you can do leave a review on spotify leave a review on apple Podcasts. it really helps us out 
Um, and we finally did an episode where we, or did we do one before where we answered them on? Um, I don't remember. Cause we, I know we always like talked about, Oh, maybe we'll I don't do think we did actually. So we're finally, and we'll probably, I think Noah, anyways, I think we should um, definitely make this kind of a series, I guess, is answering questions like this. Yeah. We'll I mean, do. So, we'll definitely it's just a more. wide, it's a wide variety that don't necessarily need a whole, whole episode or other mm-hmm. people commenting on episodes we've made before. Mm-hmm. like that that last one yeah um uh but yeah i yeah. think it's fun to just sit here and answer a couple questions yeah we will absolutely do that um and even now that i think about it this episode was if it was around 40 minutes which i'm kind of thinking it was uh this may be what you're listening to may actually be part two of a two-part episode um but we really um even if it's not, we really enjoy taking your questions. It's really good discussion. It really helps us engage with you guys. So please keep sending them, sending them in. And mm-hmm. uh, with that, that's going to be it for this week. We'll be back next week. We've got some things on the horizon. We're trying to get some special guests on the show. Uh, we're doing everything we can to be bigger and better, like we said last week. And uh, with that, in the bed, baby. <laughs> with that, I pray you guys have a blessed week. And uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday. Yep.